Part 1 Chapter 1 June 1987 Tiger was unaware and had no reason to suspect that his life was to be profoundly changed this day. Events today would send his life careening from skyrocket highs to ocean-bottom lows and all points between. His fortunes were to shift suddenly from defeat to victory, fear to exhilaration, fool to mastermind and back again. Had Tiger known, he may have called in sick. Then again, he may have been anxious to embrace the long roller coaster ride ahead for his new persona. Perhaps this was destined to happen, regardless of today's events. He wasn't going to win a lottery and become filthy rich, or fall in love, but instead, commit the first overt act, marking him as a prolific serial killer. Tiger had been notified about the young man selling drugs at the corner of Samson and East End. He would drift out that way just as soon as he was ready to bring him in. No use ruining a whole day arresting some small-time drug dealer long before the shift ended. He would arrest him, write up the report, and leave a little early for the weekend. This weekend would mark his 25th birthday, and he was uncertain how to celebrate. He was single again after three years of marriage. He thought about watching a Saints preseason football game at the old tavern, but all his friends were scattered now. He had lost a lot of interest in the game also, and he wasn't sure what to attribute his lack of pleasure. Somehow it just wasn't the same. Maybe he'd go to a local bar and get lucky. He had gotten lucky on a few occasions, but those girls never seemed to be interested in more time together, not that he did either. The sex had been good, but not great. He had enjoyed more satisfying sex with Elizabeth, his former wife. Just thinking about her dredged up horrible memories. A good woman, he had treated her badly and made sure she would never come back. Not that he was interested in her either. Granted, it had been his fault, but he hated her just the same. Superior bitch, he thought, always into his business. She drove him nuts. One thing about patrol which bothered him continuously was all the Catholic churches in his patrol area. Being a good Catholic, it was essential he cross himself each and every time he drove by a church. He had once been an altar boy also and being a cop and altar boy should bring him automatic dispensation from this triviality. Just the same, he didn't want to violate church rules either. The altar boy service is what had driven him from normal church attendance. While he had remained small in stature, Father Jacob had made him a favorite for his attention. One year, when his height and weight escalated exponentially, he seemed to become persona non grata at the rectory. There was no more talk of camping trips or overnight stays. He saw himself as the same little boy, but he knew he had been treated differently then. Tiger tried to keep the snub from his mind, but knew there was a lack of understanding and lingering resentment on his part. After several hours on patrol, he drove to Ernie's. This was his favorite place to stop for coffee and relaxation. Occasionally, he'd get a donut or some pastry, but that was almost exclusively in the mornings. He was mindful of his physique and did little to damage his imposing image. Ernie wasn't in, but Randy brought his coffee to the table. Randy was of medium height, slim and effeminate, but not to the point that most people noticed it immediately. Tiger had been coming here for many weeks, however, 
and Randy didn't fool him or make any attempt to disguise his nature. Randy had been trying to endear himself for some time to Tiger, who had managed to ignore his efforts. Tiger was disconcerted somewhat by all his attention. What is it that Randy saw? Was there a visible chink in his manly armor? 